I believe a cabal of secret societies has controlled the world for 200 plus years, and we get to be alive at a time to see it fall. I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots can have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. This is Rick, your host, and I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. Join us now for the Blessed Teach Show, and let's see what God is doing today. here we are on Friday, January 6th, and a historic day for many reasons. Uh, we'll get into a lot of that on Monday through Thursday next week as we look at the see, see what happened with the Brunson case and everything else that's going on today in this historic day. Uh, but we are now going to be starting something new. It's going to be called the Friday Night Word and Worship. That is uh, getting into the Word of God and then also worshiping. So we're trying something brand new here. Uh, Gus is going to be my co-teacher as we go forward here. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll have guest speakers in every once in a while, but we're going to be studying the Word of God and worshiping the, the Lord. So I'm just going to say hi to Gus here real quick. And uh, and Gus, how are you doing tonight? Doing good, Rick. How about you? Awesome. Awesome. We're going to be digging into uh, John um, 1, the first chapter of the book of John, one of our favorites. Uh, the first part talks about the Word became flesh. Um, that's what we'll be digging into now. But first, we're going to try to do a new setup for some worship. Um, so I was going to um, look at this, and this is this is going to dig into an, uh, another look at this, is, is really looking at Scripture on different songs, right? So if you see here, here's this Mighty to Save, um, which is a song we'll play um, in just a second. And what this, uh, this kind of... Uh, uses the verses and the main verses here and talks about the scripture in that song. So I'm going to just Gus back to so I can see him here um, on this view. But what you have here is um, the, the God is mighty to save, right? Just like a, and you look at Zephaniah 3.17, it says, The Lord, your God, in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He rose and conquered the grave, is another part of this song. Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures. That he was buried. And what I love about this scripture here is that, was, that he was raised on the third day. And then it gives, gives it, yeah, we know that. But for the skeptics, it says, And that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at a time, um, most of whom are still alive today. That is pretty cool. And it says, shine your light on the whole world and let your whole world see. 
And that's where I looked at Matthew 5, 4, uh, 14 through 16. You're the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. So let's dig. This is praise and worship for um, this song here. Um, and then we'll dig, dig into John 1 after this song. Here we go. And it's mighty to save. Not getting any uh, sound, Rick. Okay. No. Stand by for technical difficulties. No, it's it's working on it's working everywhere else, guys. Okay. Save me as you find me, 
this is gonna be I got to set about six things each time I change here so as we <laughs> as we get to this new setup I get to be a little patient with me so what we're gonna be doing now is turning down the music hopefully it won't be too loud for everybody as we teach on the scriptures okay and so what I'm flipping over here is going into John 1 1 and that and one thing that was cool about that let me go back to that for just a second where you see the scriptures here that we were showing you before let me grab all of them here and this is you see that last part it's and this is why it's gonna hook to John 1 1 is it shine your light and let the whole world see right and that's mm -hmm. it and the light is, yeah. is Jesus right so we're gonna be digging into that and then we're gonna be also um, I'd let your light shine before others, right? Right there, Matthew 5, 4. So if anybody wouldn't mind muting it, because Gus and I are going to start teaching now. And so I'm going to move yeah. over to speaker view here. Um, so Gus, how are you today? I'm doing well, Rick. Yeah. Very good, very good. So the word become flesh. So so uh, Annette, if you wouldn't mind muting, because I, I can't do everything right now without Matt here. <laughs> there we go. All right, Gus. So the word became flesh. Friday night word and worship. Let's get rolling on this. And this is where I have some scriptures here of uh, just reading John one. Uh, Gus, tell us a little bit about why you like uh, John, the Book of John. Well, the Book of John is like one of my faves. But I think I say that about every book I read. I say this is my favorite book. <laughs> it's always a favorite. But John one one. Uh, well, John, the book of John, for one, is just phenomenal. It really teaches you how to read the Word of God, in my opinion, because it's like, uh, if you follow, if you ever heard of the Bible Project, Brother Tim Mackey uses this analogy, which is excellent, an excellent analogy. It's like the readers of the New Testament, it's like the Old Testament. Some people say they, they follow only the Old Testament. Others say they read the New Testament because the Old Testament's no good, but they both fit together like gloves like one and the other uh and the new testament is nothing more than expounding on the old testament with the holy spirit now because jesus christ came and granted us the holy spirit so now with the holy spirit we're sons of god and he gives us the revelations that are in the word that are in the old testament and that's what's happening here as you go through just the first line in the beginning what do you think of go back to John 1 or Genesis 1 in the beginning was the word or in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth sorry uh, and uh, the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep and then God said when he said he spoke his word so it's it's amazing like that it's and it's just loaded with all types of he calls them uh, uh, hyperlinks. It's like when you see one of those phrases, uh, the authors are assuming that everyone reading this New Testament has already read the Old Testament. So they're going to trigger on these little phrases in here. And it's like, if you know what a hyperlink is in a document, it's like the little blue thing you click on, it's highlighted words, you click on it, and it goes into another whole chapter and expounds on everything. So it's like you see in the beginning, you go back to Genesis and you read Genesis 1, and you come back to this, so it's like you could spend a whole day just on this one chapter. Yeah, yeah, so no question about it. Amazing. Yeah, so I'm going to just read this first uh, three or four uh, verses, and then we'll uh, discuss that. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. 
He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And guess uh, one thing that I just point out is that we also see in, um, in another part of the, the New Testament here, and you'll see this is Colossians 1, right? So Colossians 1, verse 16 says, For by him all things were created in heaven and earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. So anybody that says that God, that, that Jesus uh, is just a great man or a great prophet, how could you be there at creation if you're just a man, or if you're just if you're just Amen. not a created mean? So, so uh, when, when I teach on the Trinity and and the people say that they haven't that he didn't claim to be God, that's just completely false. And one of the reasons he he claimed to before Abraham, I am, and he was really saying I am the Creator, right? And this uh, so so we see this right here in verse sixteen, and obviously verse one. Once you delve into this beautiful verse, uh, uh, Gus. Yeah, so in the beginning, I got my stuff right here in front of here. So yeah, you can, can if you can, if you can. In the beginning was the Word. Yep. <clears throat> so the Word was there in the beginning. The Word was with God. So it's like you, first off, you see a Word. You see a single entity, right? The Word. And the Word was with God. So by the expression with God, and all of a sudden now you have two. You got God and you got the Word there, right? <laughs> so then... Uh, and the word was with God. He was in the beginning with God. He, singular. So the word was in the beginning with God. Again, God the Father is a spirit. I mean, it's like God the Father has these thoughts in his being, in his mind, in his bosom. And when he speaks it out, he breaks forth with his spirit, his breath, and his word, which are one. And whatever he says happens. And so he creates everything by his word and his spirit got a couple scriptures here uh, if you read into uh proverbs chapter 8 it talks about wisdom lady wisdom it, it it refers to wisdom as if she's a lady that was in the beginning so proverbs eight twenty two: the lord possessed me in the beginning of his way before the works of old i was set up from the everlasting from the beginning or ever the earth was. And then Proverbs 8.30 says, Then I was by him, and one brought up with him. So it's like almost like you say he brought up with the word, this wisdom. or, And I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him. And then, of course, if you go into the book of Isaiah, Isaiah has this, the chapter 11 says, and there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse. You know, Jesse was the father of David, King David. And a branch, capital B branch, referring to Jesus Christ here, shall grow out of his roots. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom. So there's Lady Wisdom there. Understanding, counsel, might, knowledge, and the fear of the Lord. So the way one could, could perceive it, the way I see it, is that the Father is like one with all these spirits, and they birthed the Word of God out of His bosom. I like it. So it's just, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, and there's just so much to this, and this obviously teaches the Trinity too, because it says, in the beginning was the Word, 
And you'll see in verse 14, which we'll get to in a second, and the word became flesh. So this is literally talking and dwelled among us. And it's talking about the son, right? So we know that the word is Jesus. So in the beginning was Jesus. And Jesus was with God. So he's separate from God. He's a separate person. And the word was God. But he is, in essence, the, 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 the creator. And so remember, at the beginning of the creation, you had the you had uh, the Holy Spirit there, obviously, because the Spirit was hovering. And then, then the, the God Spirit hovered over the face of the deep. Yeah, yes. and He spoke, and the Word, and and so basically, that's Jesus. He spoke. He spoke Jesus. He spoke. He spoke, and and it created that that His words created, right? And so you had the Son, the Father, and the Spirit all there at creation, and then clearly. Um, he was in the beginning with God, and just like we talked about here in Colossians three sixteen, for by him all things were created, in heaven and earth, visible and visible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers and authorities, all things were created through him and for him. So you've got a beautiful sight of what of who Jesus really is. Anybody who says he's a great person or just a teacher or just a prophet, that's a completely incorrect statement. This is. The Almighty God coming in flesh. It's Emmanuel. That's why when we sing songs about Emmanuel, we're singing about God with us. All things were made through him and without him. And was not anything that was made with him. In him was life and the life was the light of men. Another big, big part. We were just singing about that. About shine your light, right? Who's the light? You're shining, mm -hmm. you're shining about Jesus inside you. The light shines in darkness and darkness has not overcome it. So that's why the dark world, the evil, dark, like in Ephesians 6.13, when we talk about um, our battle is not against flesh and bones, but it's against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers, and against the, against the spiritual, what is it, the, the spiritual... Um, Wickedness in high places. Yeah, 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 that's in heavenly places, yeah. And so the, the, when the light shine comes, what happens? It, the darkness cannot overcome the light. <laughs> so what do you think about this whole part here, I guess? Amen. Well, all things were made by him. All things, I include angels in there. So in the beginning, God created the heavens. So he had all the planets, the stars, whatever out there. And then the, the, the heavens, I would think, would include the angels. So they were before us. Uh he created the planets, he created earth, he created, well, we know as it goes on from there, he, he goes on through how he created the earth, he created, made a habitable space for his man who he created on the sixth day. Uh, in him was life. So without him, there is no life. Because we know before this, everything was void and without form and darkness. So it wasn't until Jesus spoke and the spirit came forth with him that the light came. So I've got another scripture here from First John. It's not John, but one, one John, John. Mm. Uh, chapter one, one and two. That which was from the beginning. Now this is John of Zebedee, or John the disciple that Jesus loved. They believe wrote this book to the churches. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard. So they, the twelve apostles, are saying we heard him which we have seen with our own eyes. They beheld him with their own eyes, which we have looked upon, referring to Jesus here, and our hands have handled of the word of life, for the life was manifested and we have seen it 
and bear witness and show unto you that the eternal life which was with the father was manifested unto us so there's a witness right there uh the disciples just basically saying that the word in the beginning became flesh and they beheld him and witnessed him. you gotta love that and uh, <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> it is and so with that we're gonna get into another song real quick and just to worship this almighty god this uh triune god that came here emmanuel god with us and he became the life nothing was made without jesus and uh again the light shines when in this darkness and it just goes away right and so that's awesome so we're going to go back to to six minutes here where we have this other song and we're just going to worship again and those of you who want to turn your camera on and worship with us uh, backstage that would be awesome so we just finished up with that back up there a second because we really want to get into scripture a lot here look at this bottom part here as we're singing this bless the lord oh my soul and all that is within me bless the holy name that's psalm 103 now if i flip over to this other view real quick you'll just see all these beautiful scriptures that are part of this song that we're about ready to just worship with you are you are rich in love and slow to anger Right, that comes from Nahum one three. You got the Lord is slow to anger and is great in power. Uh, you can see I love these songs that just they just they just uh, ooze scripture. There's a lot more than this, but this is the ones. Your name is great. Yeah, uh, it, it's that there is none like you. This is from Jeremiah ten six. Oh Lord, you are great and your name is great in might. And then sing like never before, O my soul. Worship his holy name. Sing, and this is from Psalm 34. Sing praises, O Lord. O Lord, his saints. And give thanks to his holy name. Right there, and give thanks to his holy name. So this whole song is just, just oozes with scripture. And that's what we're going to continue to worship here, right here, as we do word and worship on Friday nights. sun comes up, it's a new day dawning, it's time to sing your song again, whatever may pass and whatever lies before me, let me be singing when the Pure home. 
to get the next uh, verses here with uh, John 1. There was a man sent well, from got, God. Okay, go ahead. I've got one little thing that's triggered off in me with this song here where he's saying worship his holy name. Yeah. I had it later on as a reference in one of the scriptures, but it's Revelation. We know the book. It's not the book of Revelations. It's the book of Revelation of Jesus Christ. So mm -hmm. it's the revelation, it's the unveiling of who Jesus is. Mm -hmm. And it's chapter 19, verse 13. 
<clears throat> and it's one I recite all the time because if you can see this, the way I'm seeing it, chapter uh, 19, verse 13, Revelation, and he, he was clothed with the vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. <laughs> so put that in context with that song, Worship His Holy Name. Worship the Word of God. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like they're interchangeable. It really adds to the volume of the whole thing, right? Because His name is the Word of God. Everything, it's like everything in here is Jesus. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I love it. Anyway, I thought I'd share that. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah, let me flip over to the to the John uh, 1, 6. There was a man sent from God whose name was John, his name as a witness, to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. Thoughts on that, Gus? Thoughts on that. The light, uh, some versions, including mine, I think it's the King James, will put emphasis on the light he is not the light and it'll be capital light referring to jesus but he came to bear witness of the light because jesus is the light so uh it goes on a little bit further when they they come and ask him uh, so who are you we'll see that as we come into it and he he defines that it's not i'm not jesus <laughs> i'm not jesus i'm not him yeah he's here to tell you about him he's paving the way for him so and this continues with the true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. Wow. He that came. That triggers one. Yeah, go ahead. That triggers uh, the scripture in Matthew, I think it's in chapter 7. Um, not everyone that says, Lord, Lord shall enter the kingdom of heaven mm -hmm. but he that does the will of my father which is in heaven many will say to me in that day lord lord we have prophesied in your name we've cast out devils and in your name done many things and what does he say depart from me because i never knew you mm -hmm. so he was in the world and the world knew him not so it's like you've got a you gotta know Jesus like Adam knew Eve. You gotta have him inside you. <laughs> just... It's a good point. It was almost like a. Amen. All right. So this it's true. A of... It's a love affair, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> it's a true love and what is what's cool and what's amazing is that he not only he was in the world when he came here, right, and and he was mm -hmm. made the entire world, yet that they actually rejected him, right, and that's uh, the sad part about. Uh, but they knew this is part of the plan of them being Amen. able to uh, separate us from the world. And so he came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, this is one of my memory verses, I just love this, uh, John 1.12, but to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And if I look at this, this is my favorite verse, one of my favorite verses here in this chapter. It's like getting into um, you're adopted. Remember, the only Son of God is Jesus. That, that, Amen. Yeah, but we, we uh, even in our sinful state, as we accept Jesus as our Savior, 
and we have the spirit in us and we become alive, we're born again, then we are also give the right, the authority to become children of God, his adopted children, um, as we are grafted in, as they talk about, right, uh, uh, grafted mm-hmm. into this tree. Mm-hmm. So, so any thoughts about these, these three or four verses, uh, Gus? Yeah, uh, my Bible says sons of God, children of God. That could refer to men or women, you know, in our language today. But uh, I thought immediately when I saw sons of God, he gave them power to become sons of God. I went to Genesis chapter 6 where the sons of God, who he's referring to the, the Elohim, the, the angels that he created, heavens and the earth, uh, the children uh, or the sons of God went into the doors of man and they, men and they chose, took them wives and birthed the Nephilim, you know, the giants and whatnot. But God refers to all his creation as sons. So uh, clearly here, because we're of the seed of Abraham, because Abraham believed God and was accounted unto him for righteousness. And Jesus is the seed of Abraham that was to come, that was to bless the whole world. Because through Abraham's seed, capital S, he would bless the whole world. And like you're talking about there with the grafting in, that's how we got in because they refused him. So he grafted us in and now we're here to bring them in. So it's, good it's the whole world and it's beautiful so we don't become children through flesh and blood but it's through god of god Believe. right so so yes. we literally it's a spiritual rebirth this comes back down to what we'll see in john 3 when we get there about being born again um a vital step obviously to this whole thing and but yeah because jesus says uh no man comes to me unless my father draw him so the spirit that's one of the things i didn't understand when i was born again when i was like in my 20s like i'm choosing to do good but what i didn't realize is it's god's spirit it's like everyone on this broadcast tonight whether you've been with jesus for a long time or you just stumbled onto this channel you're not here by mistake god's led you here to hear these words right now and it's like god's spirit draws us to the word however we get there when we see the word hear the word and it's when we receive it when we actually believe it that's the point that we're born again and we continue in the word so yeah it's good stuff we're born by the moment we first what's the song say the the hour we first believe right yeah i love it I love that, and that's that's what's so great about scripture is it just can, you can jump off all over where, and I love uh, that's why we have Gus here as just a somebody that's deeply knowledgeable of the word, and can jump off into different places that I wouldn't jump off, and so hopefully you'll find value in that as you just keep digging into the word. This is what God wants us to do is know His word like never before, and uh, we're going to get into just how great is our God because just think about this. Oh my goodness, how great is He to be able to accept us in? And uh, send his son here with the light for us and gives us the word of God with this this beautiful thing, right? And so if you you, you really start digging into how uh, that, the song, How Great Is Our God, you know, it's real interesting because obviously Jeremiah 10, 6 talks about there, right? There is none like you, O Lord. You are great and your name is great in might. And if you look at the second one of this song that we'll get into, the How Great Is Our God, the beginning and the end, right? And so Revelation 21, mm. 6 says, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. 
and later it'll talk about the lion and the lamb. And uh, it, 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 we can go to Revelation 5, 5, stay in Revelation, says, Weep no more. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has conquered. And uh, also in John 1, it talks about, and he looked at Jesus and he walked by and said, Behold, the Lamb of God. We'll get to that a little bit later. That's, his, that's when J J John the Baptist saw him. He said, Behold, the Lamb of God. Right? So he's the lion and he's the lamb. And then a, a name above all names you'll hear throughout the song. And therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed him on the name that is above every name in Philippians 2.9. Uh, so, so that's just some scriptures uh, there. But as we get into this, Gus, any thoughts on some of those scriptures? Uh, yeah, I had a bunch of them dance, dance through my head, and I want to interrupt and say, Rick, Rick we could go all night long with this, this first <laughs> chapter, with it, just expanding this way and that way and that uh, way. Because like a million things fire off in your in your head when you see different phrases and words and whatnot. Right. Um, but yeah, obviously the first one I said the Lamb of God was a reference to uh, the Passover Lamb, you know, from the book of uh, ex Exodus or right. Exodus first thing, where they did the Passover Lamb, which was a foreshadowing of the Jesus to come. Whether they seen it or not or understood it all together, that's what it was: was a picture of this perfect, spotless Lamb who is Jesus who would die for the world. Now, this is not the lamb of every individual uh, Hebrew that came with their lamb for that year to be uh, sacrificed. This is the lamb of God the Father, who is for all the sins of the world. It's like, how magnificent is that? Yes. Christ. All right, so we're gonna, we're gonna put this up and just worship this. I went back a little far, but we're about 10 seconds from uh, How Great Is Our God. And this is uh, just beautiful, right? So think about Jeremiah 10, 6 here.
All right. So I'm going to turn that down again, and we're going to dig into a little bit more because we've got to get through 14 when you're doing this. <laughs> and so, so this is uh, some of the most beautiful scripture here that we're, we're, we're jumping into right now. And that is chapter, uh, verse 14. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the son, only son, from the father full of grace and truth. And that's 14. And again, man, the, the word became flesh. And in verse 1, 1, we said, and the word was with God. The word was, was God, right? And so we know that's talking about Jesus. And John bore witness of this and cried out, this is what he of whom I said, he who comes from the me ranks before me, beseech he was before me. So anything about uh, 14 or 15 uh, there, Gus? Well, one of the things that always baffled me was I used I, I was like, what What does it mean? Only begotten, uh, and I I looked it up. I researched it, and only begotten, and it expounds in a moment. I think because it talks about uh, grace and truth coming from the Father. Uh, the Word came, the Law came from Moses, but grace and truth came from Jesus Christ. I think it's going to say here. Um, but only begotten is out of the bosom of the father. It's like one with the father. He's the only son. Like we're called sons. The angels are called sons of God. He refers to different uh, beings that he creates as sons of God. But he's the only begotten of the father himself. He came directly out of the father. If you think about it, that's the word and the spirit came out of the father. Everything else created was begotten of him. Mm. So he's the only begotten of the Father. Yeah. We're all begotten of Jesus Christ the Word because okay. he created all things. So Good it's like, point. that shows you right there. He's one with the Father. So it's just fascinating. Just just that in itself. You sit here and meditate on it, put it in your easy bake oven and think on it. It's like how great is our God. <laughs> no <laughs> you just kidding. Can't get over it. It's awesome. Not kidding. I forgot to have you highlighted there, but uh uh, we're, we're working through all the fun stuff to make this a fun yeah. production on word and worship. And, um, you know, my favorite thing by far is just just linking back. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. Just think about that. Wow. Emmanuel, God with us. And it just brings to light what we talked about the very first verse. In the beginning was the word Jesus. And the word, which is Jesus, was with God. And, the, and Jesus was God. So Jesus was God and he claimed it too. We talked about this in one of my courses on three different things. He claimed, um, he accepted worship, number one, right? Uh, he also Amen. he also forgave sins. <laughs> Only God can forgive sins. Only God should be accepting worship. And, we're, and Jesus accepted worship and he forgave sins, Amen. right? And he said, he said right. pick up your mat, sin no more. Yeah, your sins are forgiven. And then number three is he's literally said, before Abraham, I am, right? So, so clearly, and, and, and John the Baptist is testifying to that. He was before him, even though he was born after him, he was actually before him. Why? Because he came from heaven. And that is the beautiful thing about the word Jesus became flesh and dwelt among us. And he, we have seen him in his glory and the glory of the Son. If we get into 16 and 17, it says, for from his fullness... We have all received grace upon grace. I just love that term. The fullness of Christ gives us grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth 
came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. The one and only God. Again, there's only one God. Anybody who says that the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are three separate gods, you're teaching a false doctrine, right? Mm-hmm. So no one has ever seen God, the only God, who is at the Father's side. He has made him no one. Anything grabby on these verses there, uh, Gus? Oh, yeah. All kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, first thing, uh, backing up to the top of that right there, uh, I, I got something... Um, grace upon in, grace. <laughs> Is no, that what you're talking back about? Up, back up, back up a little bit more. Okay. To the top, and the word became flesh and okay. Yeah, this is what I had going on inside my heart here was that Jesus, God. Well, not only did He define this through all the Old Testament scriptures. Some say there's 365 prophecies of the coming Messiah. Some say there's over 400. Yeah. There's there's a lot of them. They were all fulfilled in Jesus. So that alone, you know, the word is the author and finisher of our faith. Jesus Christ is the author and finisher of our faith. It's the same thing. And the more you're into the word and discover all these little nuggets, the more it builds your faith in God. And it's just to have these aha moments. So so God the Father decided to birth his son. He, he made he, he came through the veil into this side of the veil, the same way that you and I and everybody on this broadcast did. They were born of the water of the mother's womb. So they are born of the water, a little seed, came into the earth just like we did. And then he was born of the spirit, uh, which happens with us when we're led to the word by the spirit and we believe. So Jesus was born of this word and spirit. Um, what else here? Uh, I just love the last uh, verse 18 says, no one has ever seen God, the only God who is at the father's side. He has made him known. So basically the father has made Jesus known. So he father sent the son down to us. And, uh, and then that's why, and why, why did he do it? Cause he wanted us to have grace upon grace. Just think about yes. that. And he gives us grace when- and truth. Go ahead. Amen. When Philip came to him and said, Father, show us the Father. Oh, Jesus, show us the Father and us fight. You know, we'll be all good. Mm. And he said to him, how long have I been with you, Philip? Uh-huh. <laughs> still don't know me. And if you could take that into a little deeper and say, how long have I been with you? Well, the Word has been with us since the beginning. So that could be to every one of us. How long has the Word been with us? And we still don't know him. We still don't know the Father. When you see the Word... You see uh, the Father is what he said, basically. So, they're one. I love it. And and so what we'll do now is we're going to do one more song, and then we're going to go to backstage. And in backstage, we're going to have discussion. So we'll just discuss these first 18 verses of John. Um, it's just beautiful to, to get it. And maybe even some scripture on some of these passages. So anything that you want to discuss, get backstage. It's free for 30 days. I know there's a bunch of people backstage already. And just, uh, what's your questions about 1 John 1? What's your thoughts on 1 John 1? And we'll get more of a group, yeah. group discussion going on that, which will be fun. Yeah, uh, yeah but at this next song I wanted to dig into is getting into um, Blessed Be Your Name, the Lord, right? Just think about the name above all names. It's Jesus, right? That he sent us. And just, uh, just, so blessed be the name of the Lord. And you look at this. This is just filled with scripture too. It says, blessed be your name itself is from Psalm 113. is one of the many areas it talks about, but one of my favorites. 
says, Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore, from the rising of the sun to the setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Right? So that's uh, the first one. The second one, the song talks about when I when I'm found in the desert place, though I walk through the wilderness, blessed be your name. So even when times are hard, what are you supposed to do? Well, Peter 1 Peter 4.13 says, But rejoice insofar as you share Christ's sufferings, that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. A lot of us are being attacked right now for just telling truth, and but that's the sufferings of Christ, right? And we're going to get the glory. And then you see uh, the third one, it's us that you give and take away. This was really special to me when I was pulling some of this together. And you look at it and it said, and that was in Job. So Job 121, it talks about the Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this, Job did not sin or charge God with wrong. Can you imagine that? After everything that Job went through. So then when you give and take away, just think about Job. It's like, wow, he actually said, blessed be the name of the Lord. And then... Uh, the fourth area says, when the darkness closes in. So again, this reminds me of Psalm 23:4. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. And that's critical in this point in time, guys. We, we are not to fall into fear. We are to keep in faith. We are to keep going, live by sight. Not by sight, but by faith. Faith, not sight. Faith, not fear. Right, and that's when the, so the darkness Amen. closes in. Don't worry. So let's worship to this song. This takes me a second to to cue this up here. Um, it's at fifteen twelve in the video. So let me just go there real quick, and we'll 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 push it up, and then we're gonna go backstage. So join us backstage after this. Come and see. Blessed be your name in the land that is plentiful, where streams of abundance flow. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name when I'm found in the desert place, though I walk through the wilderness. Blessed. Oh 
Wow, I just love that. All right, let me turn that down, and we'll just, we're going to wrap this next segment up, and then we'll be backstage next. Again, just go to blessedteach.com, blessed the number two teach.com, and hit the backstage tab, or just go blessedteach.com slash backstage. Either of those will work, and we'd love to have you as part of this ministry, the growing ministry of just beautiful people where the Holy Spirit fires falling on us. We're praying for each other. We're going to go backstage now and discuss these scriptures of uh, John 1 through uh, 18, 1 through 18, okay? So uh, join us now, and we'll be back there in 45 seconds. I would, uh, first, I just want to see if Gus had anything to, to wrap up, anything about that song or anything else, uh, Gus. Uh, well, I just really like to have some more people join us backstage, mm-hmm. open up the discussion, because it's always, it's always a joy to hear other people's perspectives in the Word and discuss it, because it gets deeper. It's about the whole body coming together as one and uh, letting the Holy Spirit teach us all. So I enjoyed it. That's See awesome. backstage. So next Friday we'll be here at the same time, 5 o'clock. Give us any feedback that you have on this format. It's the first time we've done this. We'll we'll get it a little, a little cleaner next time. Uh, but this is The Word Became Flesh. So we're going to discuss that in more detail backstage. We'll see you back there in 45 seconds. God bless you all. <laughs>